Welcome to this week's podcast from Suncoast Church. We hope that this message inspires you and helps you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. For more details, check out suncoast.org.au. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey everyone, welcome to Suncoast Church. Welcome online. So glad that you've chosen to spend your time with us here today. We're having a conversation called Unshaken at the moment, a really appropriate conversation to have given about faith, given the situation and the times and seasons that we're living in. You know, we see a lot of goodwill out there. We see a lot of, uh, you know, positive social media posts and funny memes. We see a lot of uh, great, really goodwill from our essential service workers. Big shout out to you if you're in the medical and health professions. Um, And all of a sudden we see a a rise in social media posts, uh, particularly video ones, you know, <laughs> where people are doing stories and they're streaming themselves and they're having a conversation. People that have never done it before are doing it now. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, uh, it's it's really well intended. And people, we see we see the best and the worst, I suppose, of people at a time like this. Um, you know what? I want to talk about the power that's within us today, and. It's good to have disciplined behaviors. It's good to have all this goodwill. It's good to have a lot of energy. It's good to be posting nice things on Facebook and to be doing really encouraging, hey guys, you know, stories on Instagram or whatever it might be. And disciplined behaviors work. You know, I know many of you have your uh, lockdown routines at the moment, you know, you're exercising every day and you're making sure that you can eat as nutritiously as possible. And, you know, you've got these things that you're doing just to keep ourselves sane at this time. Uh, So our disciplined behaviors work work and there's lots of references to this in the New Testament, particularly in the writings of Paul when he is writing to the first century church who is under duress. They're living in strenuous circumstances and maybe some of us can identify maybe more now than we maybe ever have previously in our lifetimes. And here's an example when he writes to the Ephesians church, um, the church in Ephesus um, in Greece, and he writes, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. So, you know, live live in a way that's worthy of being a child of God, a son or a daughter of God, a believer, a follower in Jesus. And even if you don't uh, consider yourself a follower in Jesus today and you've decided to tune in, um, this still kind of applies in a way, you know, do good things, you know, be humble and gentle, be a nice person, be kind, join the kindness movement, whatever it might be. Um, be patient, bear with one another in love. And here, verse three, make every effort. So disciplined behaviors work, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit, to be, you know, together in this um, through the bond of peace, you know, speak to one, talk nicely, you know. <laughs> and so this is really fantastic. Disciplined behaviors work, but, our behaviors alone don't make us strong. And we know this, don't we? Because we can do all the breathing exercises, we can exercise, we can eat as nutritiously as possible. We can, you know, turn off the bad news and only focus on the good things. We can do all the good things and yet still feel exhausted. We can do all the good things and yet still get that gut feeling, you know, that feeling of just like either I feel overwhelmed or I just feel sad or I just feel depleted. And so let's back up a little bit in Ephesians. Let's go a little bit earlier. That was chapter four. Let's go back to chapter three and see what Paul wrote to that first century church that was, who was living under duress at the time. 
he goes that he says to them in verse 16 i pray that out of his glorious riches he's talking about jesus and he's talking about the amazing god in heaven that we can serve that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being right where that gut feeling is right where that sense of oh i need more than i've got <laughs> right where that sits inside of us i pray that he may strengthen you with power through the spirit in your inner being so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and then he goes on to say and i pray that you may have power you may have strength you may have like dunamos is the greek word there for power that dynamite kind of energy together with all of god's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of christ and to know that this love that surpasses our knowledge that goes beyond what we understand that you may be filled that you may be filled with to the measure of all the fullness of God not to your own measure not to your own capacity not to your own limit but to the measure of the fullness of God see there is a power that can be within us if we invite God into our lives there's a power that is within us there is a strength that can reside within us that is absolutely possible for everybody for this strength and this power to reside within us if we so will and it's a power that goes beyond our own strength it's the kind of power and the kind of strength that helps us to do things like Jesus taught like love our enemies like who wants to do that? Who has the strength to do that? To love our enemies. The kind of power, the kind of strength for peace that goes beyond or surpasses is the scriptural word, our understanding. Peace that goes beyond what we can see, everything we read, everything we find out, everything that is evident that we can see through our senses. That peace, that even though that we don't deny the facts, even though all of this is happening, that peace, that goes beyond our understanding, that knowing that all will be well with your soul and with my soul. And that joy, joy and happiness are kind of two different things. Happiness is like an indicator of, you know, something being funny or you being happy today, but joy, you can be joyful in the midst of sorrow. You can be joyful and, gra and, and grateful and have gratitude in the midst of a storm because the joy of the Lord, the scripture teaches us, is a strength to us. And so exhibiting positive postures or good behaviors or, you know, making sure that we eat our vegetables and take our vitamins and do our stretches and, you know, <laughs> go and make sure that we, you know, pump iron today in your garage, whatever it might be, it's all a good thing. It's no substitute for the power of the Holy Spirit in us. You know what? Because our own strength, our own power will never be enough. And if anything, this season that we're currently in has taught us that our own strength and our own power is insufficient. It is from Him that we derive our strength, not from behavior modification alone. So how then do we access this? How do we access this strength well you know what the good news is is that jesus has already taken the first step 
that in coming to the earth, he took the first step to approach humanity, to bridge the gap between heaven and earth, to stand in that gap and connect God to people. And he has indeed taken the first step by taking the blame for us and by dying on the cross and then rising again and conquering death and conquering sickness and conquering disease and conquering despair. Jesus has already taken the first step. And when Paul was writing to the Roman church, the church in Rome in the first century, he said this to them. He said, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. See, all we have to do is reach out. All we have to do is extend and ask God is to pray. And when we read the writings of the New Testament and we read how Jesus prayed and we read how the first century leaders of the church prayed, they prayed for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They prayed for the peace of God. They prayed for strength and they prayed for joy. They didn't always attach their faith to a particular outcome. They attached their faith to God. They, they talked about pray. You know, Jesus said, speak to the mountain, the mountain be removed. But he didn't say, put your faith in the mountain. He said, put your faith in God. And that is what we see all throughout the writings of the New Testament, that there is an opportunity for us to tap into the comfort and the peace and the strength of the Holy Spirit. And all we have to do is ask him. So my question to you today is, how are you going to turn up? How are you going to turn up? You know, as, as Romans goes on, um, Paul writes in, in chapter eight, he goes, you know what? I think that my present sufferings are not really worth comparing with the glory of God, you know, with the amazing glory that waits, that will be revealed in us. The power of the Holy Spirit in us, the good work of God in us. And he's comparing and contrasting here. He goes, you know, what I'm going through at the moment really can't be compared to the amazing power of God in us. For creation waits for the revealing of, for in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed, for the revealing of the sons and the daughters of God. How are you going to allow the presence of God? If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, how are you going to allow the presence of God, the person of the Holy Spirit, to be revealed to those people around you? How are you going to turn up today? How are you going to occupy the space that you occupy today? How are you going to encourage people today? How are you going to serve people today? How are you going to tap into that power, that source, that energy, that strength, that peace, that comfort today? So for the sake of your own well-being, but also for the sake of everybody around about you. I'd just love to pray for you as we finish today and ask you if you'd love to, to invite the power of God, to invite Jesus, to invite the Holy Spirit to come into your life. That you might have power, that you might have strength within. And maybe you've been a believer in Jesus for a while now, but you've forgotten that it's more than just doing the right things. It's more than just reading your Bible. It's more than just going through the motions. You've forgotten that there's actually a spiritual power, the person of the Holy Spirit who resides in you. Or maybe you've never... <laughs> Maybe you've never asked Christ, you've never asked Jesus to come into your life. You've never, you wouldn't consider yourself a believer in Jesus. It is absolutely not too late to invite him to come into your life and say, God, I need your help. I need your strength. I need your peace and I need your comfort. Let's pray together. 
God, I thank you that you are everything that we need, that you are our comfort, you are our peace, you are our strength. And we pray, Father, that you would remind us that you live in us and that everything we do in this life, we do not have to only live by our own strength. God, for those people who have never prayed a prayer to invite you into their lives, I pray, God, that you would meet with them right where they're at, God, in their bedroom, in their lounge room, in the kitchen, in the car. I pray, Father, that you would meet them where they're at. God, as they reach out to you, as they call upon your name, as they say the words like, Jesus, come into my life. I need your help. I need your strength. Jesus, come into my life. God, I pray that you would fill them. I pray, God, for every person who's listening right now, I pray, Father, that you would give them the the source of what they need, the power of the Holy Spirit. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were encouraged by what you heard and inspired to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. For more details, check out suncoast.org.au. Hope you can join us again on the next podcast or here at Suncoast Church.